0: Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Gunsmoke, original air dates May 19th, 1957, and the title is One Night Stand. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club.
2: Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
4: to keep this fire built up? Mr. Dillon? Uh, well, what did you say, Chester? I said, do you want me to keep this fire going on the floor? No,
3: no, let it go out. Well, I haven't got this shoe shaped right now. I never will. we will quench it and see how it fits.
4: Horse, next thing you'll be cutting your own hair.
3: A oh, haircut's different, Chester. Hold him steady now. We'll see how the shoe fits, huh?
4: Oh, easy, boy, easy. Oh, hold on a hold. Huh? Why is it different, Mister Dillon?
3: Uh, well, a bad haircut'll never leave you stranded on the prairie twenty miles from Dodge. Uh, reach me that hammer, will you? Here you are. Ah, oh,
4: thanks. Moss Grimmick ain't that bad a blacksmith.
3: Now well, Moss is all right. But I could still ride easier when I shod the horse myself.
4: It's finicky, that's all. Oh, well, maybe. Moss is all right on my horse. I ain't throwed but one shoe in the last six months.
3: Yeah? Well, that's just one too many. Ah, there. Oh, oh. i will trim the hoof now, and that'll stay on till it wears off.
4: Well, after all that trouble at R2. I swear to goodness, Mr. Dillon, I found his gonna... horse
3: put up here. Up, up. Yeah, I guess so. It's a livery stable. I'll give him an extra half ration of grain. He rode hard today. How's that, sir? So? Where'd you come in from? man got to tell his life history before he can leave a horse here? No, no. All you got to do is find the stable man. Ain't you him? He's up the street at getting himself a cup of coffee. Hey, I'm the marshal. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean no offense, marshal. There's none taken. My name is Argo. Ben Argo. Mighty proud to make your acquaintance. Uh, how do you doing? I was aiming to come looking for you as soon as I got my horse took
4: care of. huh
3: Now, why?
4: Uh, you see these here saddlebags?
3: Yeah. What about them? They look kindly heavy. Well, they are heavy.
5: Whew.
3: I got a year's hard work up north of here at Gold Hill Diggins and them sacks. Worked near $15,000 plaster gold. Gold Hill, huh? I hear they really had quite a strike up there. Oh, it's bigger, all right. A few months of hard work, a man can quit rich. Providing he's lucky enough to keep what he makes. Now, what do you mean? Yeah, oh. Marshal, there's more crooks and outlaws up there than there is honest miners. <laughs> the only way I hung on to this was take it out to the diggings with me in the daytime and sleep on at nights with a gun in my hand. Now ah, you can rest easy, Argo. Things are different here in Dodge. Maybe so. I'd still like to put these saddlebags up in a safe place for the night. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'd kind of like to be free to look the town over this evening. Never been here before. And The bank's already closed. Yeah, a fella down street tells me there's a storekeeper. Takes care of money for folks sometimes. I thought it'd be Wilbur Jonas, but only in case of an emergency, like when stage passengers hit town late, you know, some of that kind. Well, Marshal, maybe you could tell him that this is an emergency. How well, is it? Well, I ain't a man to spook easy, but there's fellers up in Gold Hill knowed how much I left with, knowed where I was headed. I might have been followed. All right, Argo. I'll send Moss to take care of your horse, and then you meet me over at Jonas' store. I'll wait for you there. I'm huh? much obliged, Marshal. It's no trouble. Come on, Chester. Yes, sir. Quite grateful to both of you.
4: You think somebody could have followed him and the dog, Mr. John?
3: I don't know, Chester. Just depends on what his reasons are for lying
4: lying. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do about him?
3: For the time being, nothing. Just going to have to wait. Look, you better tag him around and keep an eye on him anyway, huh?
4: Yes, sir, Mr. John.
3: Hello there. Aren't you that memory expert?
2: Well, yes. I guess I am, at that. Oh.
3: Well, what are you committing to memory now?
2: I'm reminding myself to get my wife a new uh... ID card? Yes. She needs it to get medical care under the Dependent's Medical Care Program.
3: And how do you remember that? What? To get your wife a new ID card so she can use Medicare.
2: Oh, by association. I associate... uh, uh, I associate... What were we we talking about?
3: Making sure your dependents have an ID
2: card. Right. I associate cards with thinking, thinking with headaches, headaches with pain, and pain with doctors. And then just to be sure, I write it down in this little book here. Uh, 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 Wait a minute. Oh, that's funny. I could have sworn I brought it with me.
5: (laughs)
3: More about Medicare, get the pamphlet Dependence Medical Care Program.
2: Look at um. That does it. That's the final straw. Look at that, will you, Matt? Look at what, Doc? The stuff they slap on a place and call food in this town. Just look at that.
3: Well, Doc, if you don't like beefsteak... Beefsteak? Oh,
2: beefsteak, he says. Matt, that is buffalo. Now,
3: buffalo's good meat.
2: Not when it's a seven-year-old bull and tougher than a cavalry boot. Matt, you know something? Well. I am pulling sticks. Yes, I am. I'm going back east.
3: (laughs) I see. Last time you said that was about a month ago. I don't care.
2: I mean it. I am through riding a herd on a bunch of shiftless, no-good prairie rats that never pay their doctor bills. Ninety percent of them nothing but drifters, cutthroats, saddle
3: I thought it was the food you objected
2: to. I could be living like a civilized human being back east, eating at all the finest restaurants in the world. Oh, like Bernheimers the...
3: <laughs> Pass the sugar, would you?
2: Here. Yes, I could go back tomorrow. Yes, I could. And by heaven, I think I'll do it, too. I'm going to do it. I am not taking another case in this town. Not one. You know, Doc,
3: it's going to be kind of hard to get used to shaving regular, Talking polite. Putting on clean shirts and keeping your collar button. I haven't
2: always lived like a roughneck sodbuster. I know how to act like a gentleman. <laughs> Why, when I came out of medical
4: school, I was one of the most promising... <coughs> oh,
2: there you are, Doc. Chester, I thought you
3: were over the Long Branch, keeping an eye on Ben Argo.
4: Oh, yes, sir, I was till he snuck out, Mr. Dillon. He what? It snuck out. See, there was a couple of men come in, and, and I heard him asking for him when I looked around... He has gone. But we don't have to worry none, Mr. Dillon. He ain't gonna leave town. Not a while, he's got all that gold in Mr. Jonas' is safe. Yeah, I guess you're right, son. Uh, Doc, what I come for is you're wanted out at the Rensselaer place. What for? Well, because Miss Rensselaer's about to have a baby. They sent word for you.
2: By well, golly, isn't it? I forgot she was that close. Oh, <clears throat> hand me that bag, will you mind? Yeah, sure,
3: Doc. Where are you going?
2: Well, I'm going out to the... Uh, where the Tarnation think I'm going?
4: Oh, back east, you said.
2: Well, I... I couldn't leave a woman... Like the men
4: threatening to leave town
2: again? Why, yes, some... Oh, shut up, the best of you.
3: <laughs> Good night, Doc. Good
5: night.
3: Well, come on, Chester. Let's go over to the Long Branch and have a talk with those men, huh?
5: glad
6: you dropped in, Matt. I'm just going to send for you.
3: No, what for?
6: I finally came. A month later, of course. And only one instead of six, but I guess it's better than none.
3: One what, Kitty? What, what are you talking about?
6: Beer. Bach beer. Just one barrel. Came in on the Santa Fe today. Oh, Bach.
4: beer, doggone. Miss Kitty, my mouth has been watering for a month.
6: Yeah, uh, you and 500 other men, Chester... You better hurry. It's not going to last long. How about you, Matt? Uh,
4: Mr. Dillon, couldn't we just take time for one glass? Them fellas ain't going nowhere right away.
3: You go ahead, Chester. I'll join you in a few minutes. Uh,
4: Yes, sir. I'll be right down there next to the barrel.
3: (laughs) Hey, Kitty. Uh
5: Uh,
3: You know those two men down there at the end of the bar? Are
5: those
6: two? Yeah. They came in about an hour ago. I've never seen them before. Uh, prospectors, I think somebody said, from way up around Gold Hill.
3: Yeah, I see.
6: They were asking for somebody named Ben Argo, but I'd never heard of him either. Uh, they don't look very much like prospectors, do they, Matt? I-
3: I'll see you a little later, kiddie. All right. Yeah, save a glass of that beer for me, will you?
6: Sure, but you better hurry, Matt. Huh?
2: Good evening, Marshal.
3: Mr. Jonas. Did you care to join me in a glass? Uh, a little later, huh? No? Very well. How are you, gentlemen?
5: <laughs> I
3: Understand you just got in from Gold Hill. Mister, if you're looking for talk, we'll find somebody else. Oh. Oh. Your partner feel the same way? You heard him? You boys are pretty edgy, aren't you? You got some reason for it? Suppose that badge you're wearing means you're the marshal around here? Yeah, that's right. My name's Dylan. Matt Dylan. Well, mine's Pete Wells. My friend here is Rocky Martin. Look, you ain't got any business with us, marshal. We just hit town and we don't know a soul here. Not even Ben Argo. Yeah. Never heard of no Ben Argo. Huh? Well, I thought you might have followed him from Gold Hill. I said we never heard of him. And you wouldn't know that he was carrying $15,000 in gold, huh? Look, Marshal... So naturally, you wouldn't be thinking of trying to take it away from him, would you? Well, why should we? What kind of men do you think we are? Well, if you boys just happen to meet anybody with ideas like that, you tell them to forget it, huh? Because we got laws here in Dodge City. Been real nice talking to you, Marshal. Come on, Rocky. Don't leave on my account. I figure me and Rocky better turn in before we break one of them laws of yours.
2: That fell up to something?
3: I don't know for sure, Jonas, but they're lying. Ben Argo was lying, too, and I'm not just sure why. Ben Argo, the the fellow who put his gold in my safe? Yeah. He told me he thought he might have been followed from Gold Hill. That's better than 400 miles. That's right. And then these men ride in and ask for Argo. And now they tell me that they don't even know him. I'm going to stop letting people use my safe, Marshal. I got nearly $40,000 in it tonight, and that's too much to be responsible for. $40,000? Where'd you get that much money? Yeah, fella, I'd accommodated before. A gold buyer from the East, he got in on the late
2: stage this evening, and, well, Heaven Marshall, he came down from Gold Hill, too, now that I think of it. Why, maybe the two of them...
5: Matt, on the street! <laughs>
3: Another visit with Joe and Daphne Forsythe.
4: Joe, honey. Uh huh. Joe, darling, put down the paper. I've got something important to
3: ask you. Okay.
4: Joe? All right, all right. What?
6: How many savings bonds do we have?
3: What kind of a question is that?
6: A good one. How many?
3: I'm not sure. I'd have to count. And I'm reading the paper. Now, what do you want to know for?
2: Have we got enough to make things comfortable for us?
3: Very comfortable. That's why I buy in a payroll savings plan. A bond a month will give us quite a nest egg for the future.
4: Enough for a college education?
3: Eventually. But who's going to college?
4: Our children, silly.
3: We don't have any yet.
2: Oh?
3: What do you mean, oh?
2: Better buy some more bonds, honey. Daphne, you mean... We've
4: got a new investment. How about that? <laughs>
3: through here, will you, please? Hey, get, get out of the way. Will you, will you let me through, please? I told you somebody followed me, Marshal, and they jumped me, the two of them, right here in the street. All right, Argo. Let me have a look at it. Uh, must have figured I was packing that gold around with me. Yeah.
4: Well, that's one of them fellows who was in the Long Branch, Mr. Dillon.
3: His name's Martin, according to his partner. Let's turn him over, sir. Yes,
4: sir. Come yeah. go see if Doc's left yet, Mr.
3: Dillon? Mm. There's no hurry, Chester. You mean he's dead? Yeah. Where'd the other one go, Argo? Dang fine, know. Just lit out like a scared rabbit. <laughs> they didn't have such an easy mark as they thought, I reckon. Have you ever seen him before? Why, sure, up around Gold Hill... Other one's name is Pete Wells. Got a bad reputation up there. Is that so? Huh. Well, they ain't prospectors. Never done a day's work in their life. Just rob off of them it does. Well, they miss this time. Yeah, but it's luck is all. I just got a glimpse of them when they stepped out of those shadows over there and that gave me just enough edge to beat them. I see. hadn't been for that, I'd be the one laying dead right here in the street. Yeah, I had a hunch somebody was going to make a try for that gold. Well, I guess the next thing to do is to round up Pete Wells. One kill in a night is enough. You figure he's still hanging around somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised. i going to try to get even. Marshal, I ain't safe here. I'm not going to wait until morning. I'm going to pull stakes and ride out of here tonight. Maybe that's what he wants you to do. No, no, it ain't. The last thing he'd be looking for. And when he does find out, he won't know which way I headed. Now, it's up to you. Yeah. I'll be out of here in ten minutes, Marshal. Hey, provided you find that storekeeper for me so I get my gold out of his safe. And I'll have to look around for him. It may take a little time.
4: All right, Mr. Dillon, I thought he was back there. Chester, always...
3: suppose you stay with Argo in case Pete Wells has another try at him, huh? All right. Well, It won't take long, will it, Marshal? Sooner I get out of Dodge, the easier I'll feel. No, I don't think it'll take very long. Suppose you and Chester meet me over at Jonas' store in about 30 minutes.
4: I think you're there waiting for us, Marshal.
3: Yeah, it looks that way.
4: That you, Mr. Dillon?
3: That's right, Chester. Did
4: you find that storekeeper, Marshal? Yes, he did, Argo. And if you have a
2: habit of bothering folks in the middle of the night, I'll thank you to keep your valuables elsewhere Oh, in the don't
3: you fret. Ain't likely I'll be coming through here again.
2: Let's see now. Is this the key? Come in, gentlemen.
4: Yes, sir. The only burglar-proof safe between here and Kansas City.
3: Not counting bank vaults, of course.
2: I just hope I can remember the new combination.
4: What do you mean? (laughs) Don't worry, Argo. He always says that when he opens it. Been saying it for six months ever since he got this new safe.
5: (laughs) No worry here.
3: And back to here. And that ought to.
4: Well, let's see now. This bag in front belongs to someone else, the buyer. Those are yours right behind it. If I can reach you... Take them all
3: out. You get your hands up, Marshal. You two, all three of you...
4: Here, what do you think you're
3: up to? Do what he says, Chester. Get your hands up.
1: Yes,
3: sir. Now, This is what you were after all along, wasn't it, Argo? To get your hands on that buyer's money. That's right, Marshal. I know he was on his way here from Gold Hill. <laughs> I know he always leaves his cash overnight in this storekeeper's safe. So you put that gold of yours in the safe so you'd have a reason to get Jonas to open it later. You figure things out just fine, Marshal. <laughs> After it's too late to do any good. I knew you were lying the minute I met you, but I had to wait and find out what you were up to. Lying? Oh. You said you'd been working a placer claim, I wonder. But you made a big mistake by shaking hands with me. Your hands were as soft as a baby's. Hmm. I suppose you stole the gold, huh? Why, sure, <laughs> from Wells and Martin. That's why they come after me. Of course, Wells don't trust the law. Or he'd have told you. Well, I think he trusts it now. You're covered, Argo. Huh? Drop that gun, Wells. You found him, Marshal. You set me up on this. That's why you stalled me off. Do what he says. Drop your gun. He ain't dropping nothing. Drop me a fool, Argo. <laughs> There wasn't nothing else to do, Marshal. No, there wasn't. He didn't give Rocky no chance at all. Before he tried that kind of fool move, you ought to remembered Rocky. He remembered, all right. That's why he tried to kill you. You bet he remembered.